Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back. Let me pop yeah. back into some flat earth real quick. Now, uh, now let's get a, let, let's get to know our flat earthers a little bit. As the flat earth society, the flat earth international conference schism reveals, flat earthers are, are not a monolithic group. The current president of the flat earth society, Daniel Shenton, who's that dude I was talking about earlier, I couldn't remember his name, is a Londoner who now lives in Hong Kong. Robbie Davidson, who organizes the annual Flat Earth International Conference, is a Canadian who espouses a biblical worldview and opposes what he calls scientism. In 2017, national poll by public policy polling found that only 1% of Americans believed the Earth was flat. I think that maybe more believe, but it's you know, I can't think of another conspiracy theory, if you will, that catches more hate outside of like uh, Sandy Hook. If you were to say Sandy, and I don't think it was, but if you were to say Sandy Hook was a conspiracy, look at that, look at what's all name. those all gun shootings. Those are, they're all setups, dude. They're all shootings. They're all fake shootings. They want to take the guns away. Yes, it's all, it's all about gun control, man. Alex Jones it's all about just, gun control. They just took Alex Jones' life away for uh, all his money and shit for, like, even having an opinion on Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, that, yes. that's one of those things. Like, it, it's it's so foul of what, you know, what they say happened that, like, when you go against it or question it, dude, it really puts you in a bad place, you know what I mean? I, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking, I hate, I hate how the government and, like, the media is controlled. It's like, you go, you, you go against their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Agenda. Ideals. Yes, agenda, yes. You're always against their agenda. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Yeah, I think more than 1% people might believe it, but they're afraid to say it because people just go, you're stupid or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, it, it's all about gun control. Like, yeah. every single mission we've ever seen, heard of, all about gun control. MK Ultra, government's doing it. That MK Ultra thing's a weird deal because a lot of those people that do shootings. Um, and like the, the dude who shot up the Batman movie a couple of years ago, 
Um, and I want to say one of the new, one of the newer kids that shot up a school. I think the dude that killed like his mother then went to a work and shot kids. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, like, know, he, the kid had, the kid had no money. Uh, but yet he can buy a bunch of guns. He bought a, a new truck. Like, see, the government gave the kid money to go to get the truck, the gun and go shoot up. And they show up. Like when they get caught, they all go, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. Which is kind of MK Ultra like. That's what would happen. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very, and MK Ultra goes right into hand with that heart attack pill we were talking about before, where it's like they'll put something in you that kind of blurs your mind or makes you think you can do things. We did an episode on MK Ultra uh, earlier this this show, and it was. Uh, That's been going around for a long time. It's like since like fucking 50s or 60s, dude. It's been a long time oh, yeah. that they've been doing this shit. I, it's now it's the media. Like the TV is the biggest MK Ultra we yes! have. Yes, yes. You know what I mean. So the fucking me is the fucking problem. That's right. You gotta go. <laughs> Everybody shoot your televisions. You gotta yes, put, get rid of your fucking televisions. Fuck. Now there's an additional six percent saying that they weren't sure. I think that that number should be bigger too, because um, you really can't be sure of anything. There was very little evidence. Of Question people. everything. Yeah, believe uh, in this belief by political affiliations. It's always troublesome. With any difference between Trump voters, Clinton voters, and third party voters falling. Voting does not matter. It's all a scam. Yeah, within the polls, margin of error three point two percent. In 2018, an article in the Colorado Sun on Flat Earth uh, Convention in Denver found that many attendees believe the whole uh, suit of conspiracy theories, such as all politicians are actors and that powerful shadowy forces control the world. You know what I mean? I What I just read, I feel like if you don't think a politician is an actor and you don't think that there's a powerful shadowy force that kind of runs things. I think you're kind of naive not to think that stuff. Whether well, it's, it's almost like the perception of, and I've heard of this, is like a government within a government. Yeah. Well, the shadow government, yeah. There's like, you know, that's you know, like the president doesn't really matter, which I believe it. It's like, you know, a president's just kind of a puppet. He's just kind of the yep. face of yep. it. The face of the organization. So exactly. like... The people like your Bilderberg groups and stuff like yeah. that, Rothschild. Black and Black Rock. Yeah, those are the folks that actually make the calls. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you know, a politician is an actor. Yeah. I mean, for sure, dude, for sure. Whether they're doing bad things or they're just pretending to be somebody's friend to get what they want, that's acting. Um, yeah. And shadowy forces, man, I feel like at any high up place, there's going to be people, uh, with, you know, more of them, more of their, you know, their finances and happiness in mind. You, you mean know? with dubious morals. Yeah. Now, flat earthers occasionally get a boost from celebrity believers. For instance, on January 25th, 2016, rapper singer Bobby Ray Simmons Jr., known as B.O.B., released a track called Flatline, in which he, which he disses uh, astrophysical physicist Neil deGrasse Tyson, which Neil deGrasse Tyson, a lot of people say he's just full of shit, too. Um, I want to say something real quick about... Um, 
Now, there was a fun fact about MJ. I don't know where you guys sit with Michael Jackson, but supposedly before he died on his last album, he made a song called They Don't Care About You. Which yes, was, yes, yes. Which was supposed to be all about that, like Illuminati shit. Now, yes, there's an overall exactly. Dog dog. And a lot of people think that, that that song's what got him the big hiatus. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, regardless of where you think, whether or not you think he did what he was accused of doing or not, which I'm kind of neither here or there on, I think that that whole argument has believable stuff and non-believable stuff in it. I mean, Michael Jackson's definitely a freak, dude. He was definitely a dude that was weird and yep. didn't know what real life was. And, you know, you got he was fucking, his father destroyed him at a young age. Oh, yeah. like, you really can't, you really can't. father was a real rat bastard. Dude, his father is like the devil. He even looks like the devil, dude. Joe, was it Joe? Joe yeah, Jackson? Yeah, it was Joe Jackson, yeah. Yeah, I remember when, I remember he was like, like handing out CDs for his record label, like at the funeral of Michael Jackson, dude. What? Wow. Yeah, he was something else. Um, but yeah, like I remember that vividly. Um, that whole, the Michael Jackson thing with the, they don't care about you vibe. You know, and another thing. Don't I, care about us. Kick me, kick me, bash me, bash me. They really don't care about us. They really don't care about us. Yeah, you know, I think they've been hating on Jackson for a long time. The, the elite, see, you know, we talk about, you know, there's a lot of like racial tension and stuff like that that goes on, and you know, I think po- the evil powers that be promote that and they want it because well yeah I mean I mean it's the it's a whole you know divide and conquer right I mean and 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 racial uh and 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 all that is what they use to uh, keep us fighting each other and unfortunately there's too many dumb people out there that they find it easier to look oh I lost my job or I'm not where I want to be because of my neighbor who happens to be a different skin color than I am. No, the fact is, your boss, who is the same skin color as you, uh, wants more money, and fuck you. I mean, dude, that's... I mean, it's not a racial issue, it's a money issue. Who has the money? And those who have the money will manipulate. I mean, the yep. fact is, you look at all of those people around the world, they're of all many different cultures, religion, and all that. Those who have the power are doing the exact same thing to their own people. Mm. They find strife. They find things, whether it's, if it's not skin color, it's religion. Finding way, I mean, that's why I think religion will never die, because it's a very easy way for those in charge to manipulate the masses. Mm. Yep. Even that, the good, like I, I think that they had beef with my. Even going back as far as that black and white song that he did with Macaulay Culkin, I think that they even had issue with that because he was so big, and the song's really just about it doesn't matter if you're black or white, like you're all human type deal. And as much as that's very innocent sounding and a beautiful, loving thing, like there's people in this world that don't support that. You know what I mean? Like, no, and 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 the fact is, those who don't support it are. People that have been manipulated by the wealthy to yep. convince that, hey, you know, hate your brother because, you know, I mean, you know, pay, pay attention. It's a whole shell game is, you know, have you, you know, fight, you know, your, your neighbor for the scraps that the, the wealthy are, you know, putting forward. And they're like, oh, why do you have less this month? 
is because of your neighbor. No, it's the fact that you as, as the, uh, the, the people in charge are, you know, upping prices, cutting things, getting more of a profit for yourself. I mean, that's the fact of the situation. You know, the rapper B.O.B., uh, he, he tweeted, uh, no matter how high uh, an elevation you are, the horizon is always eye level. Um, and that, you know. Yeah, yeah I, just, I saw a thing about that just a few minutes ago, a while ago, today. It, it's it's true, though. It really, you know, it's one of those things, you know. Uh, it's very weird that, that, you know, they say a lot of things when pilots go down, you know, because they they, they're looking at the horizon. You know what I mean? And it's just straight, straight, straight for so long. That yeah. Eventually, they, they get like, they get in this weird thing where their brain kind of doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah. And like, that's how they, they cruise into the water because they kind of take the water for the blue sky. Because oh, they, yeah. it's, like, it's like a we as a weird vibe. There's also an NBA player, uh, Kyrie Irving, I think his name was, who actually had to apologize because he caused a big controversy. <laughs> Uh, by saying that the earth was flat in 2017. What? What? <laughs> yeah, it's wow. kind of weird. You know, it's like you can't have an opinion. You know what I mean? If, yeah. you know, if a dude wanted to believe that the sky is purple, let him believe the sky is purple, dude. It ain't hurting nobody. You know what I mean? Um, now, the leading earth, flat earth theory holds that earth is a disk with the Arctic Circle in the center and Antarctica 150 foot tall. Uh, 45 meters wall of ice around the rim. NASA NASA employees, which I believe they some there was something said about how Na- NASA was started, uh, kind of to deal with this stuff. They say uh, guard this ice wall to prevent people from climbing over and falling off the disc. So let's talk about that for a you, second. Do you know the uh, the word NASA in Hebrew translates the word to uh, to deceive? I believe that uh, NASA is originally a Nazi program. Yes, exactly. And um, NASA was with uh, Disney when we killed off all the all the all the Nazis we didn't like, and we let Hitler go out the back door. Um, that was the deal. We took all their scientists and they brought them here because they were like good at what they did. They were smart scientists. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like Mangle, like Doctor Mangala, Billy. You know about Mangala, who was like. Yeah, doing fucking, you know, he was a weird dude. That dude was, I, I know a little bit about him, but he was horrifying. Dude. He was trying to like, like put people together. He was doing like, he uh, was doing a lot of like unnecessary surgeries. I mean, he was doing stuff that clearly was going to kill people. He was attaching. He had zero regard for life and just experimenting with the Jews. And it was just a horrible situation. I remember watching a documentary where uh, it was a sister who was a twin who lived and her whole deal was like how he would, he was pumping them both full of chemicals to see what would happen. You know what I mean? Like crazy shit, like hard. Like when you think of the most evilest people, you got to think of like people like this and the sister died, unfortunately, you know what I mean? But he'd like, sew people together. He'd like put animal organs and people just to like experiment. You know what I mean? Like really dark shit, trying to play God stuff. I don't know, do people that do stuff like that, there's got to be a special place at hell for them because uh, it's not quite the most uh, desired of people. You know what I mean? Um, now, the whole theory of like the ice wall preventing people from climbing over and falling off the disc, I don't know, where do you go? Will you fall off that disc? We you just fall into space? What do you guys think? No space, what? 
I think there's more where land. They, where are they going to go, though? If they fall off the cliff, where, where do they go? Where do they go? They fall on the, the water. They fall well, water? on the <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, if we were floating, then I guess it would be water. It's weird. You know, it's almost like it's a, I don't even know. It's huh. a lot. You know what I mean? Now, you got me thinking there, man. You got me thinking. I don't know. That's a beautiful thing. We like to get people thinking. Now, in keeping with their skepticism of NASA, known flat earthers, conspiracy theorist, Nathan Thompson approached the man he said was a NASA employee in a Starbucks in mid, uh, mid-May 2017. In a YouTube, YouTube video of the exchange, Thompson, the founder of the official Flat Earth and Globe discussion page, shouted that he had proof the Earth is flat. Apparently saying an astronaut drowning was that proof and that NASA is lying. I'm not familiar with an astronaut drowning, but that sounds intense. Now, furthermore, Earth's gravity is an illusion, they say. Objects do not accelerate downward. Instead, the disk of Earth accelerates upwards at 32 feet per second, which if that's, you know, I don't know if you guys get down with UFOs at all. But some of the most convincing UFO footage I've ever seen was um, it was like a hovering, it was a hovering craft and it just kind of went up into the sky like super quick. And that's kind of the vibe I get from this. Um, Now, driven up by a mysterious force called dark energy, dark energy is another crazy thing and dark matter and stuff like that, where it's like this weird element that nobody knows about that. You know what I mean? It's like a weird vibe. Now, currently, there's a disagreement among flat earthers about whether or not Einstein's theory of relativity permits Earth to accelerate upward uh, indefinitely without a planet eventually uh, surpassing the speed of light. What do you guys think about the possibility that the Earth isn't kind of, it's roaming through a galaxy and not just in one place? Uh, Still moving, but like moving around instead of in the same spot. I think it's still stationary. Yeah. It's that we're talking. So if we are moving around, that's dangerous. That's some serious. I like with, a, you know, they got black holes that just randomly open up whenever it's like, dude, like it's a matter of time before something heavy happens for sure. Uh, I think we'll all see it too. I don't know. Sure, dude. She's hit the fan real fast. <laughs> real fast. It'll be over quick. The only good thing about that stuff is it's over pretty quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys, have you seen, if you guys were, if you guys stepped outside your house and you started to see everything on the ground work its way to the sky, you think you'd be able to live, live long enough to, uh, for the, for the, for the conditions to kill you? Or you think you'd have a heart attack and die right there? Uh, conditions. I'd probably have a heart attack and die. It's scary stuff, dude. I like the, the scary. I like it's like tsunamis horrify me. There's nothing scarier than a gigantic wall of water that isn't stopping and isn't uh, going to be your friend. You know what I mean? Dude, there's a whole bunch of uh, floods right now. Like, um, you've seen that Las Vegas is flooded right now. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and fucking um, Ohio's flooded. Shout out Ohio. Carrot Top. Shout out Carrot Top. That's why I know Vegas is flooded. I've seen him on his Instagram. Um, a whole bunch of floods going around the entire um, country now. Like. Down south is really bad from what I'm hearing. Yeah. Well, they say you know, with with you know, we uh, we talked about climate control in the last episode, and um, 
Chemtrails, harp. Chemtrails are big. Jeremy Tank taught me about chemtrails fucking 15 years ago. Um, but it's, yo, it's scary, man. It's a scary world out there. Now, for what lies underneath the disk of Earth, this is unknown. The most flat earthers believe it's uh, composed of rocks. You know, it's worth noting that all the above uh, is completely conscientious, even within the flat earth community. None of us believe that we're flying, that we're flying pancake in space. Davidson told CNN in the 2019 article at the flat earth international conferences, it's more common to believe that space simply does not exist at all. And the disc, uh, the disc of the earth sits still. He said one speaker at that, at that event, even argued that Earth is neither a sphere nor a disc, but instead it is shaped like a diamond. What? Interesting. I I don't know. I feel like a diamond. If it was like a diamond, there would be like flat surfaces that just would keep turning. Yeah, it would be. A- you know, I mean, you know, think of it like in a jeweler's belt, you know, as it turns. So wherever that light source is coming from, as you say, you would be eye level no matter how high or how you know you're on the water. So if it's yeah. turning, then that would almost make it's like a diamond. That would make it sound like it does actually turn. I mean, a diamond like you, I think you were going for with the different sides to it. I feel like it would be smooth. I think because of all the the, the spinning, because we're spinning at some crazy speed, you know. So it would eventually just it would round. I think it would round off whether it be flat, round because it. It's circular. They definitely say that it's circular no matter what, either if it's a, if it's a plate or if it's a globe, it's still circular. Um, you know, flat Earth opinions about the moon vary as well. Some think that while the Earth is flat, the moon and sun are spheres. Hmm. Uh, Live science, si- science's sister site, space.com, reported, in this vision of the solar system, uh, Earth's day and night cycle is explained by posting that the sun and moon are spheres measuring 32 miles that move in circles 3,000 miles above the plane of Earth. Stars, they say, move in a plane of 3,100 miles up. Uh, like spotlights, these celestial spheres illuminate different portions of the planet over a 24-hour cycle. Flat Earthers believe there must also be an invisible anti-moon that obscures the moon during lunar eclipses. Yeah, in my research earlier, it was saying about how one of their arguments is that um, the way the sun and the moon are, it's kind of, it's like a rotation deal. But like they said that it's kind of debunked because sometimes you can see the moon and the sun at the same time. You know what I mean? Yep. So that does kind of make sense. Um, yeah. You know, on YouTube, there are videos pointing to shadows and pictures of the moon and arguing that the moon is transparent and just uh, a light. One speaker at 2018 conference attended by The Guardian reports made a case for the moon as a projection. What do you guys think of that? Like a projection almost. I don't know about that one. You know, I'd more believe in the fact that it was like a light, like it was just almost like a whole a hole in the sky that light comes through more so than I don't think we, you know, like when you talk about the matrix and how everything's kind of a dream or a video game, like I don't really get into that too deep. I think it's a dream 
in the sense of like, you think you have free, free will, you think you're allowed to do this. You think, I think that that's more of the matrix where it's not, it's not so much of a free plane. I don't think that, like, I don't think it's Truman show. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really believe Truman show. I don't think that they're throwing the bat signal up there to make the moon. You know what I mean? I, 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 th- I think we're like Truman show kind of a little bit. I think the world a little is bit, stage, but- man. The world is stage. I think as far as the staging goes, I think staging it's staged in the, in the, in the, like the way that there's people that run it that say, this is how it's going to be. You know what I mean? It will manipulate situations or whatever. I think it's staged in that sense, but like, I don't think, like, I don't think if you go, like if you, if you take a boat out farther enough, I don't think you're going to come to that wall. No. That Jim Carrey came to, you know what I mean? With staircase, with little the little staircase and stuff. can be almost preordained as they were. I think there's, there's a lot of preordained. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think everything for the most part, people know, like, I think everything's kind of orchestrated to a degree. Yes. Everything's fucking orchestrated. Fucking history's a fucking lie. Your life's a fucking lie. Fuck, been led to our entire lives. And it ain't stopping anytime soon. Nope. You know, if, if, if this was, if we were living in a matrix, what do you think? What do you guys think happens when we die? You die in real life. You see, you see the movie like, Matrix, what, right? Yeah, but like, what do you think? What do you think you go to? You think it's, oh, you think you there's don't a reason? You go anywhere, dude. You think it's what you just stay? You just start another life, or what do you think? No, about? no, dude, 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 dude. It's just lights out. There's no afterlife. There's nothing. Yeah, you will blink out of existence. It's cool. all gone. It's all done and over. But it's interesting how you're going with the flat Earth because it almost reminds me of like we touch slightly on parallel dimensions. You know, I've personally had the concept of we're nothing but energy inside. It's basically controlling a meat puppet that has a conscience and you can orchestrate whatever we perceive. But when, when we die, it just, the energy just dissipates. It goes to, I think, another um, realm where some people believe whatever ghosts are. It goes mm. to, you know, there are, I mean, I, I think people can tap into it. I think, you know, that almost goes into what is the soul? What happens? Does anything happen? And if it's lights out, it's lights out. But people can believe whatever they want to. But I think it's a very romantic gesture to think that I have always seen it as like a transcendence rather than actually calling it death. I think um, you do go somewhere, but <clears throat> you can almost have like one foot in this door if you want, where you're completely completely there they say they say with the the anunnaki type deal um you know they 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 go into the whole thing where like you know when that walk into the light thing how like we've all been kind of you know raised i guess you could say that like when you die and you see the light that you go into the light and the whole thing with the anunnaki thing is that if you go into the light that's when you have you're reincarnated back into a body on earth but if you don't go into the light then at that point you transcend to the next level type deal that's what i've always heard that's yeah. like their, their belief type deal Dude, I which is you don't have to go home but you can stay here you're coming out of the womb a baby or you're just going to be walking the earth aimlessly in a different you know dimensional realm 
you know, the reincarnation thing's really weird too, because I mean, if you were to think dome, if you were to go spiritual for a second, but it's very weird because it's like when you die, let's say your spirit goes up towards the energy, because I kind of believe in the energy thing, like Bill was saying, but like if you had this dome holding it in, it would wouldn't be able to escape, and then you no. would have you would have that energy could easily be recycled. Yeah, and that's what I think we're doing. I mean, you could almost say it like how ghosts, you know, drain batteries, you know, for these yeah. parapsychologists. So, you know, I mean, if energy's around and is trying to form together into something, it's going to draw from whatever it can. And if it is something that maybe that did have a conscious at one point. It might be able to communicate with you, but it's really, I think, all falls under, um, it's strange because it's like the soul, the essence, and that almost goes into like the electromagnetic energy. It almost even goes into, um, or what is parapsychology and the elements of the tools they use to um, gather what they can. Um and it's interesting because there's a lot of different devices that these people use to measure electromagnetic fields. And I think a big part of this also kind of falls under that particular area because it just generates a lot of different things. I mean, I can't sleep in my bed with a TV or um, think things of that nature. I have to sleep in a completely dark room because, you know, even – you plug stuff in that can cause an electromagnetic field. You have too much of it around you, it can create a great deal of sense of paranoia. Um, so I just don't want to sleep with the TV. You know, when the poltergeists are in the TV, too, you got to be careful with. You know, you got. Yeah, that's uh, where you go into the light. We have the Zetetic method as well. Uh, if flat earthers seem hard to dissuade based on standard scientific evidence, there's a reason for that. Flat earth theorizing follows from a mode of thought called Zetetic Method. The Zetetic Method is an alternative to the scientific method developed by a 19th century flat earther in which a sensory observation reigns supreme. Broadly, the method places a lot of emphasis on uh, reconciling uh, empiricism and rationalism and making logical deductions based on empirical data. Flat Earth Society Vice President Michael Wilmore, an Irishman, told Live Science in 2017, in Zetetic Astronomy, the perception that Earth is flat leads to the deduction that it must actually be flat. Uh, the anti-moon, NASA conspiracy, and all the rest are just rationalizations for how long that might work. That that might work in practice. Those details make the flat earthers' theory so elaborately absurd it sounds like a joke. But many of its supporters genuinely consider it more plausible model of an astronomy than the one found in textbooks. In short, they aren't kidding. The question of belief and the sincerity is one that comes up a lot. Uh, Wilmore said, if I had to guess, I would probably say that at least some of our members see the Flat Earth Society and Flat Earth Theory as kind of a, uh epistemological ex- exercise, whether as a critique of the scientific method or as a kind of uh, solopism for beginners. There are also probably some who might uh, think that the certificate would be kind of funny to have on their wall. 
That being said, I know many members personally, and I am fully convinced of their beliefs. Will Moore counts, uh, counts himself among the true believers. My own convictions are the result of a philosophical introspection and the considerable body of data that I have personally observed and which I am still compiling. Wilmore and the Society of President Shenton both think uh, the evidence for global warming is strong, which I think so. What do you guys think of global warming? Uh, I think it's derogated by the chemtrails. A lot of people will say that. That it's that it's not a deal. I think Al Gore basically brought it to a lot of people's attention when. Yeah, and so and Al Gore is part of the Great Reset and the uh, the World Economic Forum. Al Gore looked too evil to be president. I remember that <laughs> he wanted to be president, but he looked like the Antichrist. He was like he was like the picture out of the Bible, the Antichrist. Despite much of this evidence coming from satellite data gathered by NASA. Uh, the kingpin of the round earth conspiracy. They also accept evolution and most other mainstream tenets of science. This is in contrast to Davidson, who disputes other scientific theories and findings, such as evolution uh, that contradicts the strict interpretation of the Bible. I mean, evolution's definitely there for sure. Despite the claims for flat earthers, there are plenty of ways to know that the world is round. One quick option is to check out NASA's image library, which, I mean, that could be fabricated. DGI. Yeah, which is chock full of nice, curvy pictures of the globe taken from the International Space Station. Bullshit. I want to even say that they admitted, that NASA admitted to putting out bogus photos, I want to say. Um, if, if NASA is hoaxing everyone, they, they committed to the bit. Um, don't trust NASA. The Russians also snap pictures of the round earth for the flat earth is convinced that all these countries put, put aside their political tensions in order to maintain the fiction of a spherical earth. There are also ways to check on the planet's shape and with one's own eyes, you know, the whole deal with them all agreeing with it. I mean, you could almost say there's a, you know, there was a famous speech a long time ago. I forget. Uh, who said it, but, you know, they talked about with all the world powers, you know, all the different countries, you know, they said the only way that everybody would get together would be if there was some type of weird issue from space, whether it be alien life or a comet, but something that would bring everybody together. You know what I mean? Now, one of the simplest is to go to the harbor, supposedly, to check this with your own eyes and watch the ships depart. As a ship disappears over the horizon, the bottom of the ship will go first, followed by gradually, uh, gradually by the mast, which, like I said, in that thing I watched, it, it did kind of do that where it slowly went down. You know what I mean? Now, you can also take a page out of the ancient Greek book. Ancient Hellenistic philosophers figured out that the world had to be a globe based on a few observations. One was that the stars aren't the same in the northern and southern hemispheres from opposite halves of the Earth. You're clearly looking out at a different quadrant of space. Another was the Earth's shadow on the moon's surface during lunar eclipse is curved. The Greeks even figured out how to calculate and approximate circumference of the earth with no fancier tools than a stick and the light of the sun by measuring the angle of the shadow cast by the sun at the same time uh, in day in two cities, uh, a known distance apart, the philosophers 
ooh, Erastines was able to calculate the planet's circumference was between uh, 24,000 and about 29,000 miles. 38,600. Uh, 38, it's actually 24,900 miles. Um, that's what Alex walks every morning. He's a good dude. The very fact <laughs> that the angle of the sun differs on different parts of the planet indicates that they, they were that we're all sitting on a globe. Uh, I don't know about you, but I like a curvy Mother Nature over a flat Mother Nature. I, I like the curves. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's very interesting stuff. Like I said, with that, with the boat going over, it's interesting. Um, you know, there was something else that popped in my head, and then it popped out of my head, unfortunately. But um, let me continue forward. All right, now conspiracy theorist psychology, of course, the inconceivable. As inconceivable as their belief system seems, it doesn't really surprise expert Karen Douglas, a psychologist at the University of Kent in the United Kingdom who studies the psychology of conspiracy theories. Uh, She says flat earthers believe uh, cohere with those of other conspiracy theorists she has studied. It seems to me that these people uh, do generally believe that the earth is flat. I'm not seeing anything that sounds as if they're putting uh, just putting that idea out there for any other reason. She said all conspiracy theories share basic thrust. They present an alternative theory about an important issue or an event and construct an often vague explanation for why someone is covering up the true version of the events. One of the major points of appeal is that they explain a big event, but often without going into details. Uh, She said a lot of the power lies in the fact that they are vague. I mean, that goes back to the beginning of the the show of like, what what is the major difference like why does it have to be a secret like what if the world was a globe and if the world was a flat what's the what's the deal i mean is it just a matter of them not wanting to be proven wrong i mean ego the ego's there that they would have wanted i think that's a valid fucking question do they want to be proved wrong well no one wants to be proved wrong right yeah but people come up with stuff that can argue rationale or and what, I'm not saying that everything is rational because it's not. But when certain things, you know, like two plus two equals four, but so but so does one plus one plus one plus one. And if someone says something and they say like two and two equals five, they can believe it. They can believe that. What and is- what do you think, Billy, if, that the thing that they're hiding is the fact that at one point maybe the world was a globe and that something hit it and broke it into pieces and now we're dealing with that? And they're afraid because they know that eventually that's going to come back and hit us again. That could be the reason why they don't want to talk about it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I so, mean so something I mean, could be wrong yeah. and we don't know about it and people want to come up with stuff. So it will just make us question things even more looking for things in one place rather than looking at things where maybe they should be. It's almost like creating a diversion. Um, now, if, if that's accurate, then, you know, who's to say, because no matter what, there's always going to be a divide, you know, with uh, people, whether if you're going to believe it or not, Yeah. And if you don't believe it, it doesn't make you ignorant. It just makes where you're not educated on it. But you need to learn 
when and where you want to educate yourself. When and where things really are life-threatening and dire. Of course you want to ask questions. But like the day-to-day, you know, that that we get through, if people want to go the extra mile and be like, I want to know and and check this mystery out Mm -hmm. and see if if, if this is uh, true or if it's possible humbug. And if they're like, well, this is humbug. You know, I, I, I'm I'm going to start talking about this and seeing if people can question, it. and if they can generate enough interest, then that's where people might jump on board. The next the next question for everybody I, I have is, if if let's say let's say the the powers that be knew that a comet was coming in December twenty third, twenty twenty three, it was hitting us no matter what. Do you think that they would tell society or they would just wait? I personally think they would wait, but what do you guys think? You mean like in the movie, um, Don't Look Up? You seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly like Don't Look Up. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the thing is that if those in power knew that uh, a world-ending asteroid was going to hit us, they wouldn't tell us. They would... Uh, probably spend all of their resources to uh, make sure that they have a rocket ship for them and their loved ones and yeah. and that they had a destination. Well, they wouldn't tell us shit. they just let us stay, uh, stay until we got hit and died. Mm. Well, it's almost like the millennium when everyone thought, you know, they were going to lose their, you know, computers. Y2K? Yeah. What? Some Y2K? I haven't heard that phrase in fucking years, dude. Y2K. No, but it, it, it's almost like... But you're right. Know, you're right. They were like, kind of like creating that fear of like, you know, generating, oh no, all these computers are going to, you know, reset and everything. But you know what? January 1st, 2001, everything was still there. Yeah. I, I think people like to create hysteria. I think people want to create that controlled chaos that we talked about. They want people to panic about things when there's already so much shit that we have to deal with in our day-to-day world. They want us to think of the big picture. Yeah, I mean... Whatever they're telling us. It's like, oh, no, we need to worry about these catastrophic events that are unforeseen, like the Mayan calendar. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. I mean, does it make them wrong? Maybe it, it was just misread. Maybe, you know, there's it actually is on there. I mean, maybe there's something we haven't figured out yet. So that's those are those questions. You know, like, let's explore this a little more. Maybe there's something more to this where, yeah, we were wrong. But even though we have whatever, the map of the template, maybe we were reading it wrong. Yeah. And that's when we will bring someone else in. So stuff along those lines, you know, the perception of what is to be foretold, what well, is to be foretold. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like going with the whole Nostradamus stuff, all his predictions. Yeah, you can sit down and read his predictions and make them fit what has happened. And what was or, the percentage of them that came true? I I don't know. I don't yeah, so he had, he had some winners. 50%. I got to look on it. You know, Kubrick died in 2001, which I think was kind of a weird coincidence. Yeah. The fact that 2001 was his big film about space and all all that stuff. That was Eyes Wide Shut, right? Uh, 2001? That's when it came out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
The but, I'd like to take go back real quick into that thing about the gov like the powers that be. I don't think they would let anybody know because you if you think about it, dude, like if they came out and said, Look, in a year, it's over. No matter it's not nothing we can do, it's over. You know, people aren't going to work anymore. So the world shuts down. People aren't go- you're not going to work anymore and paying your bills. That it's over. Well, that's actually gonna happen that's actually gonna happen pretty soon. I hope not. <laughs> no, but I, that would come. It would. Hysteria. I mean, that's why they don't tell you because you're shut down. If they told society, then society would shut down their machine for them that they don't want shut down. So they would never tell us. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I mean, the, I mean, the thing is that I the the, the way that the uh, those in the one percent are able to live the way they do is because. Uh, people like us doing all the work that that uh, that they don't want to do, and by doing that, we keep them in the lap of luxury. I mean, the fact is, everything we do is to uh, make sure that their comfort level is at an all-time high. And if they ever told us that, hey, I got news for you, the whole meat shall inherit the earth crap we've been selling you is bullshit. Yeah. Okay, you're not going to. Get there's there's no afterlife. There's no you know reward for all your hard work, except us being able to you know do whatever we want to do and screw you over in the end. Even life is what you make of it. Well, think about how good that. Realistically, just because the world's ending doesn't mean there's not going to be an afterlife. So that would be there'd be a crazy movement towards the church. But that all it reminds me of the, the Simpsons movie. When the world's going to end and it's the yep. church and the bar next to each yeah. other and all the people in the bar run to the church and all the people in the church run to the bar. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like that because like if you, everybody would be praying to go to heaven and then the people that like were living good lives or whatever, would just, they're, they're, they're going to die now. They're like, well, fuck it. Like, what am I even, what are we even doing this for type deal? Right. Yeah. Like what, why? Like, why are we working? What the fuck? What's the It'd point? Be, you know, any anybody in your you, if you hate your neighbor, your neighbor you can fucking kill your neighbor off because by the time you'd go to trial, you'd be dead anyways. You know what I mean? They'd be robbing people, dude. It would be it would be chaos. It'd be anarchy. That's dude. gonna happen pretty soon too, man. If you know people stop working, there's a food shortage. The food shortage is coming, unfortunately. It's getting yep. worse. I mean, it's not. Yep. They'll be they'll be robbing. You'll be people be robbing their neighbors for their food. Dude, I got I got two I got two I got two axes and a pickaxe to defend myself with. You need a gun or something, dude. You don't want me to get that close. I, I, can't get a, I can't get one. I don't know how to operate one. So if the, you got to create one, you got to make one because if they get if they get close enough, you use the pickaxe on them. You're already in trouble, especially if there's more than one of them. Yeah. Um, now we get a, a short list of 17 indisputable evidences that the Earth is flat. I want to run through real quick. Some of them are a little hammy. Some of them kind of make a little sense, but I'll tap in and I'll ask you guys opinions real quick. So number first is. Uh, one of the, they, they say that if you put a level on the ground, it'll be level. I think this yep. is kind. Of, I think this is kind of a hammy one because the, the Earth is so big. It goes back to that basketball thing where, like, if you yeah. were super duper small, the basketball would feel flat too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that I don't think a level is kind of. What do you guys think? I, I, don't think uh, I, I question that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we all agree that. Well, well, Jeff, what'd you say? What do you think? Um, of- I'm still going on the flat deal. Well, I'm with you on the flat thing, but like, 
I don't think that's a good enough. I don't think the levels are good enough, you know, explanation, so to speak. Um, it's just, they just got like a regular, like, like not even a foot long carpentry level and they're trying to make it sound like it's, uh, yeah, that's what they're making it sound like. It's level on the ball. I won't, it won't be level. Is that, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. 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 Now, number two is actually a little convincing where it says if Earth was spinning, then you, you could take a helicopter up straight up for 12 hours. And when you land, you'd be on the other side of the planet, which huh? that's kind of an interesting take on things. I've never heard. I never heard that. I don't If you think that. about it. I, mean, I don't about, understand that. Yeah. You need a lot of, uh, you know, just speaking of helicopter, you know, uh, you know I'm going to say. Kobe, Kobe Bryant was in the, in the news today because somebody, there was some sheriff that was showing somebody the death pictures and they were laughing at him. Uh, poor Kobe Bryant and his daughter. So, number the three. Predicted that, the Tim predicted that and then he died. Well, like, the well, Co- we, later. Kobe's a weird deal because Kobe, uh, Kobe was on try, was getting, going ready to go to court with Big Pharma because Big Pharma was pushing this medicine they're giving the athletes for like joint pains in their knee. Um, kind of along the, the wrestler way, motto where it's like if you hurt, they just make you numb so you can get through the game or get through the match, and then they don't worry about your body. So, like, Kobe was suing this big pharma place over treatment like that where they're just giving chemical these drugs to these athletes to keep them going, and then when they fucking die, who cares? Just let them win the game type deal. That, that was, like, their take. And supposedly, that's what got him fucking annihilated. Yeah, like- that was a month before. Big Pharma was a fucking joke. If someone makes a, a natural remedy, they come and they come and they come for you. Like again, all about the fucking money. Yeah, just like like with the uh, childs. Like they made had modern modern medicine, and then someone made medicine from natural resources, and they can't they can that. It's kind of crazy because you'll hear, I don't know if there's any truth to it, but like you'll always hear about a dude going to like Brazil and drinking some potion and it curing his cancer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the cure of a cancer, but it's fucking hell of the raps. Like, what the fuck? Even some, even some of the COVID deal, there was like the. There it's was all like, bullshit! That shit's been killing people! They fucking yeah. love life! Yeah. So, number three, I was so intimidated by that outburst, I'm not even going to talk about it now. <laughs> Number three, never seen a boat travel uphill. So supposedly, uh, when you when you're looking out at the water, like when you see a, a boat off in the distance and you see it kind of cruising across the ocean, it's always going straight. It's never going to curve to it. But I I I don't know, dude. I feel, you know, I feel that this isn't like the best evidence because, like, I think it all goes back down to the size thing. Where like, I mean, these are seventeen questions that. You know, from what you're saying, I feel like out of the 17, like three of them will be reasonable. Um, now, yeah, like this one's terrible. Uh, you ever consider Bigfoot? And they say you've never seen a picture of Bigfoot. Uh, there's no real picture of Bigfoot. There's no real picture of Globe Earth. So they say all the pictures you see is uh, is fake. You know what I mean? So Bigfoot's an interesting one too. We'll have to crack into him one of these days. I what do you guys think? You think that's reasonable? I don't know. I think that's mm. not reasonable at all. <laughs> I mean, I've seen I've seen a squirrel, yeah. but I've never seen a baby squirrel. Uh, Bill yeah. Norton, I know there are baby squirrels. 
Billy Coin created a Bigfoot one. So has anybody mind. seen uh, Baby Pigeons? Because I haven't. That's true. Uh, Mike uh, Mike Tyson is the only one who sees Baby Pigeons. <laughs> Everybody, go check out American Sasquatch on Tubi. Bill Coin, dude, did it. I already own it on disc. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk was a big acting star in it. And I, I always like to show that picture of Hawk and Bigfoot together. Hawk's <laughs> killing it, dude. That that picture wasn't allowed to be seen for a while for teaser elements. Yeah, we held off on that. Yeah, for a good bit. All right, now number five. This one's kind of lame too. If Earth is round, why do you sleep straight as opposed to with an arch in your back? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. You could all you could you could also well I guess if you're gonna take that you can go well your feet have arches in them it's because it's a globe Earth if you're gonna take that route um, huh. let's see oh actually I just said the next one that's how that's how ridiculous they are about the arches in the foot I didn't even see that coming all right so next one uh, this one's pretty terrible too if the world wasn't flat, then how come walls are f- like wall- walls don't have the base of the the ground of it don't have it? This would like this one can go all the way back to the, the fucking the sizing. Like they can't wrap their head around the sizing, which is very. And it can also go back to the level too. The level you, can, thing, it, uh, you can make a wall level. Here's another terrible one. Why do meteors always land in craters? Because they fucking make the crater. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> It's terrible. Nine. Explain stars. Uh, explain stars. Won't somebody please explain the stars? So we know the Earth is flat, but the sun. But but if the sun is a star, why isn't it like this? AKA like he, because the sun's see, closer than all the other stars. stars. On the moon. Yeah. You never see stars when people are on the moon or so called on the moon. You don't see the stars, do you? You never really do. No, you don't. No. That's a good point, actually. Huh. Um, number 10, let me put it into words you'll understand. Ball doesn't hold water, ball doesn't hold water, a.k.a. Uh, supposedly, uh, ball, yeah, if you take a soccer ball. Or any ball, for that matter. Yeah, if you put, if you put water on a, a full inflated soccer ball, the water won't stay on it. But if you inflate it so it has an indent in it, then the water will stay in it. Kind yeah. of a pretty good argument, but then the, gra- yeah. the, the gravity thing is big. That's one thing that they're not – you know, the gravity, I think, is what keeps who baby gravity is a fucking lie, too. You never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Number 11. Speaking of water. Um, now, water on the lake. Let me see here. Yeah, I mean, they're going and saying, but this goes into the whole weird thing of like how everything's moving, too. They say you look at water on a lake, it's still not moving flat. Water in the sea, still not moving flat. Water in a pool, still not moving flat. Water in a glass, you know, still not going anywhere. Um, but in, And then it goes, water in the classroom, which is a picture of a globe, and uh, the water is just kind of all around it. It's gravity, though, man. Uh, that's what's so scary about the, the loss of gravity, is that imagine all the water in this world, if you were now just fucking thrown into this big weird mass of buildings and fucking chunks of earth and all this water. And you're also talking yeah. about uh, talking about density. Yeah. It's true. Because if you even if you think I mean listen, we're not on a perfect globe. We're in a jagged rock. Yes, there is water in there. And you know, the heavier the water is on there, it creates more mass. Yeah. <clears throat> It holds things into place. 
Either way, I mean, you know, at the rate we're going, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is conversation is definitely, definitely opening me up to the perception of a flat earth, but I don't think it's perfectly flat. I don't think we're, we're a perfect globe either. You're right. I mean, who knows? It could be some weird askew shape, but you know, some stuff's making sense here and some stuff I am questioning. At the end, we'll do the overall. Now, the number 12 is uh, you don't have to worry about global warming if there's no globe to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Okay, it's flat earth warming. How's that? Huh. I think it's maybe what we're actually doing to this earth that is causing these questions to come about because, you know, it's things like CDCs and the aerosols. I mean, you know, we've done a lot of fucking damage to this earth by our own hands. So now we need to do what we can to try to rectify it. But some people think we're past the point of no return. And some people are trying harder than ever to try to save what they can. I think it's, uh, you know, the, the, I think if it was, if, if it was, if the earth was flat, I think the global warming would be more of an issue because it's more direct. You know what I mean? All right, next up. Uh, where's the sun's tail? You know what I mean? <laughs> Haley's Comet travels oh, yeah. 157,838 uh, miles an hour. And we're traveling around the sun at 67,000 miles an hour. While the sun is traveling through space at 45,000, why doesn't the sun have a tail? I mean, that's a good point. I don't assume. Well, well, because one's a comet and the other's a star, actually, right? One's in place and one's moving. Yeah. If you're not moving, you wouldn't have a tail. I was going to say it would be maybe it's behind it and we don't see it. Have you guys heard that theory that there's a, <laughs> there's a comet coming and it's behind the sun? So we don't see it. And when we find, when we finally see it, it's going to be too late. It's uh, for, for anybody out there that gets biblical or religious uh, or like knows the Bible. I always thought it was very interesting in the Bible. There's a thing called wormwood, which is a, uh, a mountain on fire that falls to earth and destroys the earth. But when you really think about what's a mountain on fire, it's a comet. You know what I mean? You got to kind of look in the, what these ancient people would describe it like well, the same wouldn't way mountain said, on fire almost be a volcano it could be but it's falling to earth type deal you know what i mean well, it's falling right? yeah, yeah it's falling to earth uh so to comet it's almost like um what was i gonna go with uh fuck i lost it but the 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 yeah that comet dude is horrendous uh coming down at you um at an angle, almost. At an angle, for sure. Oh yeah, uh, in the yeah, the so the, the even the Bible talks about that, and I think that that's kind of like this big reset. I think that there's a yep. I, I think that we're in line with a comet type vibe, and I don't think they'll they let they don't want you knowing because we what we talked about before is like it'd be chaos. Um, now the Earth number fourteen, uh, chemtrails, you know the Earth's curvature. It's just a refraction of light. You know what I mean? They said from chemtrails, the way that the chemtrails catch the light, they makes it feel like it's got a curve to it, which that's kind of, you know, believable. Now, anybody out there that don't know what chemtrails are, chemtrails are like, 
these little smoke type things because there's so much chemicals in the air that it like geoengineering they call it geoengineering yeah um you got say it uh then you got you know basketballs are flat they're going for that deal but i don't think that kind of uh works with it that much i think that the basketball take is kind of blown out the window by the fact that you would have to put something incredibly small on it to make it get the vibe like it was uh, what it is. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I attest to that one. The other one is what we were talking a little bit about before where like, you know, the earth is flat, but they say that it spins so fast that it looks like it's round, which I mean, you look at what, what, what it's a good thing that does this. It's a good thing that does that. There's like it's like an optical illusion. There's a thing that does it actually, where it spins so quick that you it looks like you'd have to really like pick it apart to be able to realize that it's not. That so it's like if the spin. Earth were spinning, wouldn't everything just be like whoa, look, just like all over the place? Well, that's the weird vibe of it. It's I think that we're so small that we 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 don't matter. Like we like we don't like equate to anything, you know what I mean? Like we're dust, like, like at the end of the day, we're dust type deal. Like go back to the, to the ball again, put an object on the ball and you spin it. Where's it going? It goes off the ball. Yeah. Like if you had um, like bacteria, like when you're walking around and you just, you have, you know, bacteria, which are these super small, you know, organisms, like does that feel like it's moving or is it just because it's on such a big thing? You know what I mean? You take into like consideration almost like honey, I shrunk the kids type stuff. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Where like this becomes so small that you know the fucking Cheerio looks like a Volkswagen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Seventeen. In conclusion, um, this one's kind of a map, but they said you know as far as Pearl Harbor goes, uh, Pearl Harbor had to be an inside job. That's why yes. That, that's controversial. Yes, uh, I've heard no, that. Yeah, there's no chance that a Japanese plane could have flown that far in 1941. I kind of agree with that. You know what I mean? I think every war we've seen is all fabricated. Yeah. What year was Amelia Earhart? I don't know. Uh, She died, right? Didn't she get lost? She's the one who flew. From... Yeah, but she didn't make it, right? I don't think she she made it. Did she fly to a mountain or something? I think she went down. I think her plane went down, and then I think they well, think that she got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, she was one of those people that uh, I mean, she's uh, probably one of the most famous ones that people believe got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. That, that that when I was talking about the thing with the pilots earlier, that's where I learned that from watching the Bermuda Triangle thing, uh, where they they're continuing to look at the water so long, the sky like it's it's, it's just like light blue, dark blue line. You know what I mean? And they look at it for so long that after a while, they just kind of like a delusion sets in and yeah. they get confused and they, they don't really know which way to go. So they go into the into the ocean, you know what I mean? Which is kind of fucking crazy. Well, so, so the Bermuda Triangle doesn't exist, but like people go on cruise ships and they go, and they go past the Bermuda Triangle or they, or they go through it and they come back fine. So like. Yeah, I mean, there's been stories of boats having issues, too, in the Bermuda Triangle, but I think it's mainly a plane thing because yeah. it's such a far stretch of water 
that and that's also where the electromagnetic fields also come into place because that's where they say that the triangles or circles or whatever you want to. Well, call then, wouldn't the boats have the same problem then? The cruise ships. They would. Yeah. Yeah. But, they, but they don't because they, they come right back. I think the boats are different because they're on, they're kind of on like not land, but like they're on the water. So they're 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 kind of you know have a foot on. You know, when you're in a plane, it's it's. I think it's a lot. I think it's different because you're up in the air. You're completely out of your. At least when you're in a boat, you're like, okay, there's water around us. We know we're not going into the water. We know the boat's not just going to go into the water. We know that as long as we move forward, which all they got to do is kind of press a button, you know what I mean, or whatever, and it just goes straight through the water. Whereas in a plane, you have to kind of hold it at a certain place so you're going straight. If you go up, if you go up a little bit, you know, you're going down. You know, you go down, you're going up. Like the famous Mary Celeste ship. Yeah. The ghost ship that was found with no one on it. Oh, yeah, like the movie Ghost Ship, yeah. So, like, the concept of the ghost ship is it's, it's very real. I mean, there have been cases of it. But I think with the concept of flying from, from point A to point B, you know, to get lost, I think, you know, there are a lot of variables that are natural, you know, inexperience or whatever. But even the, the professionals, you know, that have made their way back, it's like freaking electromagnetic stuff, man. And, you know, that's where, you know, the concept of like the Bermuda Triangle or any places sure. that just throw off strange electromagnetic energy can definitely make things go askew. Well, what's your take on a ghost? What do you think a ghost ship? What do you think they did? Do they pass through a portal that it just takes all the living things? Yeah, and and what do you I think mean, that is? I really don't know. I I think I, the way I I'm thinking of it is it makes for a fascinating movie. And I know there's been a bunch of them. Some work, some don't work. But it's all about, like, is there a portal? Is there where something goes through where you can, whatever, say, like, revisit a period of time that was maybe frozen and you come out the other side? Or whether if uh, you go through something and you just don't know what it is, but you experience it, whatever that experience is, it's something that's alien. It's something that's foreign. And you might not come out the same as you first went in because, you know, it's almost like seeing a ghost for this, you know, for a skeptic for the first time. You don't know, you don't know what to make of it, but once you have the experience, it will change your perception. So that's what it's all about perception and, and being open minded and willing to discover new things. Not And, and as, um, not being afraid to ask questions. That's what we do here. You know, a ghost ship, I, I, a ghost ship would either have to be a portal where they cruise through it and it just like, like Langolier type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I see that movie. Yeah. Classic like yeah. that. It could be, it could be a, it could be a crazy person. It could be someone who killed everybody and then himself. Um, <laughs> you could have like almost a cabin fevery type thing where people go crazy and kill each other off. Yeah. And that is the, the human component of those type of stories, like the Donner Party or, you know, um, cannibalism um, at its most basic core, uh, survive or die. Uh, but, you know, it's all about like, you know, I don't think anyone even ever found bodies upon the Mary Celeste. It looks like it was just abandoned. And, well, that was vampires, Bill. 
Oh yeah, the, it, was, it, it, <laughs> it, it could was, be vampires. It, it was a flying vampire uh, piranha squids from Uranus. I, I, you know, I the the thing that makes the most sense to a ghost ship, I think, would probably be like a cat, like a weird cabiny fever deal. Yeah, maybe maybe there was some type of sickness on the boat. Um, that could have someone been almost bring, like yeah, a, someone could have brought something on. And, could have been and a delusion, like a delusion, yeah, like a delusional sickness. Like yeah. you could, you could have somebody get like pandemic-wise. Like if you thought that if, if people on a boat thought they had something they didn't want to get back to society, it's quite possible that they would, you know, take it with them to the bottom of the ocean type deal. Um, but you know, the, you hear stories of like people lost, lost in. Uh, like I hear like winter, like winter people in the mountains during the winter and stuff like that. And um, they get so they get cra- they're cold and they get crazy and their brain starts playing tricks on them to the point where they, even though they're freezing to death, they feel like they're really hot. Like it's proven studies that they sometimes find people naked. And the reason for it is because their brain pops and they think they're hot when they're cold and they take off their clothes to stay, to try and cool down. And yep. it's just, it's just a matter of like something in their brain goes crazy. So it's possible that maybe something in their brain goes crazy and they feel like they need to get into the water or something like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, it, it, it's interesting. You know, it's very interesting stuff. Those ghost ships, whenever I see it, there's so much weird stuff about it. Whenever I see a ghost ship, I go, this is a scam, dude. Like they just sent a, a boat adrift. And they wanted a good story, you know what I mean? Didn't, didn't they have it a few years ago? Like a, a ship came like on to sh- out in the shore or whatever, and with skeletons on it. I wouldn't. I'm the last I ship think I remember. Here, like I don't know, ten, twenty years ago or something. I believe it. You know what I mean? What I remember. It's funny how you mention it because what I remember is how you say like, you know, even like marketing hmm. subliminally. Um, like that scare we had about 10 years ago here in Boston that made no sense when the Aqua Teen Hunger Force uh, I had a feeling you were going there too was coming out and they put like the Mooner Knights under bridges it was just, oh yeah 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 I see I remember I see marketing and some people perceive that as some sort of a terrorist threat of yeah. a certain nature and I, re- I remember that day. I was working for the city of Boston. I was in the edit- editorial department, and I was bringing stuff from point A to point B. And people were like, oh, did you hear about the scare? And I'm like, I'm on the T. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But even sublim- subliminal marketing can kind of strike fear in people. And that's what I even love about, say, like, they live, you know, which, you know, I mean, John Carpenter, I think, was definitely ahead of his time because – you look at they live, you look at the thing with the paranoia that there is now. No one trusts anyone anymore. And I think even like in the mouth of madness, you know, um, the whole subliminal, you know, marking, you know, uh, I think you tapped on something. You know, I think that's just something that, you know, has been moving forward for a while now. It's what gets ingrained in us, what we, not only what we learn, but what we also see that we don't want to see that, you know, in in commercials. Um, I mean, it's, it's there. 
But um, it's just interesting because it's how our brains work, you know, how we see things, how we want to see things, how things basically get, you know, ingrained into us that we might not necessarily want, whether if it's, you know, school or, you know, watching something and you see a commercial and it's like, now I want a bag of chips. It's like, you know, I wasn't hungry five minutes ago. And MK Ultra, baby. That's you, know, yep. you know, shit like that. That I think people, I mean, the brain is a powerful tool either against itself or for itself. Mm. And it's all about how you gain control. Some people, I think, can gain it, but no matter what, they're going to be seeing things that they can't escape. <clears throat> but you can learn, willing to learn, and understand. Yeah. You might not agree with it, but I think that will always be the continual struggle that, you know, the human psyche will always be battling. So, gentlemen, as we round off this episode of Behold a Pale Podcast, uh, we'll start with Jeff. Um, Flat Earth. Yay or nay? Yay. Okay. Alexander the Hawk? Uh... I have to say, I mean, I think the biggest thing, honestly, to just look at this as a conspiracy, and and when you look at, at all conspiracies, what's the point of it? What is the point of making everyone believe that it's a globe instead of a flat? Whether it's flat or a globe, I don't see the huge... Yeah. Uh, uh, what what people would be gaining by manipulating the fact that the world is a globe instead of being flat? I the thing is that from all of the proof that I've seen, it shows that it's 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 a globe, and and the thing is honestly, in 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 the scheme of things, does it really friggin' matter? We're on this. Uh, we're on this uh, plane of existence. Yeah. Okay, and we live one day at a time. And whether we're spinning on a bowl or spinning on on a pancake, the end result is the same, in my opinion. So that's a nice I mean, hawk. In the Bible, it talks about the ferment, though. Talks about what? In the Bible, it talks about the ferment. How so? Like there's a um, speech in there that says like, the, something about the ferment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That is true, man. Yeah, yeah. But the Bible is written by man, not God. So that's probably yeah. true too. Yeah. <laughs> Red Billy boy. Billy boy, what do you think? Um. I say nay. Yeah. With what I'm hearing, I mean. I'm willing to read more into it because I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Now I hear you. I uh, like I'm 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 very middle of the road on it. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of those situations where I feel I want to believe, but it's like I, I need to see more. And so this is kind of how I feel about it. I uh, up Operation Fishbowl, bro. Operation Fishbowl. There you go. We're all just swimming in a fishbowl. I. Yep. 
throughout this discussion, I kind of created a new opinion. Um, yeah. I think that uh, I think that it's highly possible that the 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 Earth, Earth isn't a, isn't a globe because it's been hit by so many things. And like what? Go, like comets or oh. meteors, meteors, or you know, even just natural disasters changing yeah. around. I but like the the globe thing does kind of, you know. The, when I think of like you know rolling the clay, Play-Doh in the hand like that, with which would be all the different weathers and all the different stuff that happened on the Earth, that I can kind of see it turning into a circle that way. But I know we've been hit by you know comets before and stuff, and you know the idea that it it isn't a globe, I isn't the most far fetched thing. You can even say you've been hit by UFOs. Yeah, exactly. We could have fucking, for all we know, we could have went to war with UFOs at some point, and we just don't remember it because fucking half of the world was destroyed and killed, and we had to start over again. Um, yeah. But I do want to, I do think that the thing that I said earlier about, um, about the, like, them not wanting, like, with Hawk was going, why would they not, why would they not tell you? What's the big deal? I think, and I came to this this discussion. I think that the, the 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 if if there was a big deal for them not to tell people, I think it would really be that something's coming back. You know, like that they they have proof that you know every fucking three hundred thousand years or whatever, or every whatever. Oh, uh, tribulation. Yeah, every whatever something. We're in line, and it just takes light years to get here, or whatever. But we're in line. We're in the, we're in the crosshairs of something that's coming, and it hits. And we're us. in the end times. We're in the end times, bro. It, it, it hits us, and it might get thrown off its orbit a little bit, but it's still in rotation, and it comes back around. And I think every now and then, you know, we always hear things of things passing real close to us that we can see. I think that every now and then something comes a little too close for comfort, and it hits us. And I do, I think that that's enough for them not to tell the reality. Because if you go, if they admit to saying, okay. Okay, it's flat. It's flat. Now you have to explain why and how it went from globe to flat. And then you might have to tell people, well, it's because every so many, you know, whatever, you know, we get hit by something and it takes a big chunk of us. People ain't going to like hearing that. You know what I mean? Because they know a big chunk of us takes a big chunk of us is a big chunk of us. Not just the earth, a big chunk of us. And that goes into the whole. uh, And that goes. And that's fear, man. That's fear, dude. That fear is heavy. If people knew, if people knew in five years, no matter what, we're getting hit, it's over, dude. Like I said, it would be pandemonium. People, it would just be chaos. People wouldn't, you you know, law, law doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Hey, Billy. Yeah. Billy, you and I are going to the clubs, okay? Nonstop from now till the end of time. Fuck you yeah, and me. Dude. See that? I mean, well, that's the deal. I mean, you ain't going to go to work. Why? Why go to work? Right. Why pay taxes? Why? Why do any, Why do anything? Like, what's why the do point? Anything? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And like, like Alex said, like, oh, you better, you best believe that fucking if that if if they do know that something's coming, you best believe that they're working for a way to get them safe. So they might tell us a couple months. That, you know, they'll have, they'll hold the big flag out their spaceship as they're fucking cruising away, being like. Adios, and like in three months, you guys are fucking history. Like they, they might give you that, but 
I don't think they'd ever give anybody enough time to really be able to do anything because it would get wild. And, you know, yeah, when, I really, when I really yeah, ask – yeah, dude, when you really think about it, it's like, I know it's evil, but it's like, man, like, you almost, if you were in that situation, do you tell people? Do people really want to know deep down? You know what I and mean? And that's why they have those fucking underground bunkers throughout the United States. They started that shit in the fucking 50s. They knew way ahead of time. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a dude named Art Bell, who had, like, a radio show back in the Dizay. Uh, talking about stuff like this. And I remember he had a phone call. Uh, he had somebody call in and they said that they worked for, they just got like relieved from the government, but that uh, it's a, it's like the creepiest audio footage I've ever heard. It's so real. They later said it was fake, but they said that, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, that the, 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 the original space station, the Na- that NASA made contact with like an entity that isn't an alien, it's a different, it's an interdimensional being. And he says that there's places on the earth that they can move people to, that they'll be safe, but they don't want to move people there because they want something to happen, like a population control thing, which is another big subject that goes into this. Yep. And it's like... What is that, Agenda 21? Huh? Population control? Agenda yeah, yeah, the population yeah. control. Yeah. And then there's Agenda 2030. Yeah. It's craziness. You know. The fucking Great Reset. Fuck Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset. Fuck them. Well, we got to get out of here before this reset happens. But yeah. I want I want to thank everybody for being on the show this evening. This is a lot of fun. Jeff, thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. Billy, thank you for coming on. Happy birthday. Thank you for having me on. I know this was last minute. I definitely appreciate it, guys. It was very nice meeting you, dude. The perfect birthday gift for Bill Coyne. <laughs> Alex, thanks for being here, bub. Always, always. And uh, if y'all like this episode, go check out more episodes of Behold the Pill podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll catch y'all on the next episode of, huh? What? Behold, (laughs) behold, behold a pale podcast. In my last career, I was traveling around the world as an international sales rep. And as I traveled around the world, what I observed on almost every flight was the same thing, which was lots of people staring at the back of their headrests and observing the latest movie, uh, drinking booze, falling asleep, whereas I would actually be at the back of the plane looking out at the emergency exit window, which had the widest viewing angle, and observing the flat plane below. That being the case, when I came across a Math Powerland video on YouTube and he uttered the words flat earth, not in ridicule, but in the same context as we're talking about today, it immediately was a eureka moment. I mean, I literally went and woke my wife up and told her that the earth was flat. Well, NASA were developed for the sole purpose of lying to us. Their only purpose is to perpetuate the globe lie. Every single story that is told by NASA has the subcontext that we live on a globe. The way they're faking things is with top-of-the-line, absolutely cutting-edge studio techniques like were used in the film Gravity. So they're using trapeze, they're on high wires, in order to fake us for as long as humanly possible. NASA fakery. If you're watching Guardians of the Galaxy or Star Trek or Star Wars... The basis of that is that you are on a spinning globe. So the fact that Hollywood perpetuates this this meme, this lie, this spinning globe lie, is 
the over-the-top suspension of disbelief. Whereas when NASA do it, they play their cards much more close to their chest. They always keep it nice and simple. So they're not going to be having um, Star Wars-type battles in space. They're just going to have a zero-G meal. It's much more downplayed. I've heard every insult under the sun. And I think the reason we get these insults is because we are pre-programmed from birth to ridicule the idea of flat Earth. We're told that it's a a notion of philistines it's something that we have progressed beyond so i tend to not overreact to people who are insulting to me about the subject and try and ask them to either if they're very combative prove what they believe which is the globe or ask them to research flat earth well i've never been to the ends of the earth so it's a difficult one to give you an answer is the moon fake news no but does the moon have fake news surrounding it yes absolutely of all of the celestial bodies it's the one that would most indicate sphericity is that the right word being spherical and therefore it's used by people like nasa to prop up the notion that we are live living on a, a sphere also so it's used to perpetuate fake news Do I get ridiculed now? No, it doesn't seem to be the case. A couple of years on, it's more like this. People actually wanting to know more information about the subject and doing the research themselves. Um, so I think it seems things have progressed. I don't have an actual explanation for how the seasons work. I don't know what the sun is. The same technically goes for the moon. I don't know what the moon is. Um, and further to that, I don't trust any of the maps that they give us. Absolutely, it is fundamental to our state of being, it's fundamental to our existence. If we said they are right, the, the, the perpetrators of the, the lie, if you like, are correct, then we are absolutely and totally insignificant. We are a speck of dust in a soup of nothing, expanding into a massive, infinite space of nothingness. Whereas the converse is that we are in an enclosed system. Therefore, we're it.